Welcome to the Meditation Conversation. I'm your host, Kara Goodwin, and today I'm joined by Michael Massey again. Welcome, Michael. Thank you, Kara. Great to be here once again. Yeah, it's always great to have you here. Um, And the last many, many times that we've been together, we have been in the same room. Today, we're back on Zoom, so... It's like old times. It's like old times. We do do this about every six months or so. We like, okay, let's do a throwback episode. Right. So here we are. It is mid-December 2021. And so we're recording this right in the thick of um, heightened energy influxes. We had the 1212 gateway. Um And the the energy just keeps coming. Um, Really beautiful gifts that are uh, part of this this time. And um, so Michael and I wanted to create a kind of a a Christmassy, kind of uplifting episode um, and kind of focus on blessings um, for this topic. So I'm going to hand it over to you, Michael. What can you share with us in the, the realm of blessings and miracles and all those delicious spices? Thank you, Kara. And uh, welcome, everyone. And so Kara didn't quite cover that the topic is explicitly blessings and miracles. Bam! Didn't I say that? Just wasn't that like the last thing I said? I know, but you didn't you didn't throw in the bam. Oh, bam. Blessings oh. and miracles, bam. Oh, darn yeah. it. Okay. Well, bam. you did it. Okay. <laughs> I had to bring the bam. Okay. Uh, so, um... And certainly, you know, the, the, this time of year um, is hopefully, you know, it's uh, uh, everyone is getting into the, the so-called spirit of Christmas, which is which is giving and and being able to um, bless those around us in in creative ways. And um, so I thought it was kind of appropriate we could talk about this today. And I got one story in mind. I don't think I've shared this on a podcast before. This is just a story of one of the top, the best three meals I've ever had in my life. And this happened in Hawaii. Have I shared this with, have I shared this on a podcast? Yes, you have. I want either the first or second, I think it was the second podcast. Okay. Can I tell it again? Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, do you do need to do a memory wipe for anybody who has listened to all of your? Yes, this is <laughs> brand new. Yes, yes, some Jedi, some Jedi stuff there. Yes. Uh, I did this. Yeah, I did a Jedi hand wave thing so that you know. And this, this, this goes back to 
2013, and I had gone to Hawaii, and I started off on the big island of Hawaii, and I got this, this, what do you call it? You know, you got a, a you know, a, a, you get an initiative to do something or I don't a know. Be in your bonnet? And yes, something, something. And I, I got motivated that I was going to walk around the, the big island of Hawaii, 220 miles to walk around the big island. And I started off in the southeast um, province, um, which is the or district, which is the Puna district. So I started off. There's Hilo on the uh, on the uh, east side, uh, Kona on the west side, and I started off walking from Hilo and to just walk around the whole island. and And I was very ambitious. And so I walked through uh, the Volcano National Park. Um, I got there, I think, on, on day one. And then I went down to, like, Turtle Beach in the south. And uh, so I did, like, 55 miles in the first two days. Mm-hmm. So that was, like, back-to-back marathons, you know. And, and, then, and then I collapsed on the beach. And um, then I, I was so, like, muscle stagers. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't even move or walk for a few days. Mm. And so I decided to take it a little bit easier from then on out. So I spaced the rest of it out. And ultimately it took me like, it was about six months before I completed the whole thing. And I had all kinds of adventures along the way, but the very last segment of it. So I'm coming back down cause I'd gone clockwise around the, the, uh, around the big island. And so there was the last, oh, 20, 25 miles on the, um, on the east side of the island. And up until that point, none of walking had I actually uh, been, uh, give, did I get rained on. Now, the east side of the island is the rainy side. And so... One, you know, there was this, this day and I did about, I, I did, I think it was 11 miles that day. And I typically tried to keep it to about maybe eight, Mm -hmm. Um, but I'd done 11 miles and in the rain. And by the time I hit my target campsite and I, and I rolled in there, it was, it was, it was already dark and I'm soaking wet and I, I get to this campsite and there's a pavilion there. There's actually a few pavilions. So I went to this pavilion and I'm, and then I'm trying to find firewood, but everything is just soaked. I scrounge what I can. And then I'm, but I, I don't have sufficient dry tinder. I'm soaked. And so, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm struggling. I can't even make a fire. And, um, um, it was kind of a point of being miserable. And all I had to eat that night was, um, uh, I had an avocado Mm. in my, in my pack and that was going to be my dinner. 
And so I'm there and I'm trying to still trying to sort out my situation and feeling um, a bit sorry for myself, to be honest. And uh, we all have those moments. And out of the out of the darkness, all of a sudden this figure appears. I hear this voice says, Hey bro, you wanna you wanna play? I I I I look and I see this this young man, maybe in his 30s, and uh and he's holding this steaming hot plate of of rice and bacon wrapped asparagus and what red dogs which are like hot dogs and and he he just holds it out to me and he says would you you know you want this plate and i said i'm like wow i said i said yeah um and i said i have you know i have nothing to trade you for it and he says oh you know he says and nothing is needed and he just hands it to me and i mean tears are like welling up in my eyes and i'm like oh my goodness what a blessing and um then i kind of looked across the way there was adjacent pavilion and it looked like i could see some other people moving kind of around a fire over there presumably his family um but i hadn't even seen them before that and then a few minutes later, um, they all packed up and left with a fire burning. And I went over to that pavilion and there was a stack of firewood there. And I had my hot meal after this, this 11 mile walk in the rain. Uh, and Kara, Mm-hmm. I've never tasted like a hot dog that was so, so good. That was that meal itself. The, the experience of it was so exquisite that I, you know, the, that food tasted, it was like the, you know, as I say, it was one of the top three meals I've ever mm-hmm. tasted in my life. When we talked about doing this episode and it's like, okay, well, can you think of a time, you know, what times in your life that you might've been really, really blessed. And so anyways, that's just one that, yeah, I might've shared it before, but it just keeps coming to the top, you know, up to the top of the heap Yeah. Um, because, yeah, because I remember how I felt mm-hmm. and that, mm, and that's such a beautiful thing that um that we have um at our disposal when we're when we're looking at at, you know it's blessing somebody is going to create you know a good blessing creates this vibrational memory that lasts you know a lifetime and eternity I love Christmas time. I just love the notion of 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 in the the puzzle of trying to figure out how to bless the ones I love with something that's going to last for eternity. 
and the gift itself, right? You know, of course, that plate of food, that didn't last very long, right? Yeah. No, it didn't last. But of course, the memory and the feeling and the experience, that lasts forever. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, because every time, like something presented for me last night that I've shared with you already today, but... um but one of the kind of revelations that I experienced was how we store everything in this being. And so when we have a memory like that, it, it has a place within our, the fabric of our being and it holds that resonance. And so when we go back to that, then we get to access not only the memory, but also that that vibration and that frequency that gets to work its way through us all over again. Absolutely. And I think we've talked about this before, too, what we call state-dependent memory. So mm. similar vibrational-type memories are, um, are hmm, gathered or grouped together uh, within our own, you know, energy field. And so when we're blessed, we have a tendency of feeling blessed in one moment can quickly expand to us just feeling blessed at large or blessed, you know, in life, blessed to be here. And, and, and so, like, even in this instance where um, it was hard, it was a hard day and I was soaking wet and all that sort of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But in that moment of being blessed, I forgot about my misery. Mm-hmm. I, w- I was just, just wrapped up in this, in just feeling blessed that, you know, is the the divine orchestration of that that goes so much deeper that 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 hits this chord inside that says I matter mm-hmm. to, to the universe that God is watching out for me, so to speak. Yeah, and and then I mean that is like wow, okay. But what's really hard about hardship is when we feel like we're alone and there's no one, we, no one has our back. No Mm -hmm. one's watching out for us. Yeah. And and the power of a blessing is to just cut through that and say, no, that's, that's false. That's not true. And the real truth is that your beloved you know, child of God, and they're, you know, we're, we are looked after. Mm. That's beautiful. And, um, and it's interesting that you closed it with that because I've been thinking of, you know, is there anything that I want to share, you know, as we brought this topic to light for the season and, um, and the one that keeps coming back to me is more around um, protection. 
that I received. Um, and so it doesn't have like this beautiful bow at the end of it necessarily where like I received something amazing um, and, and kind of miraculous like what you experienced. But the fact that you, because I was kind of like, maybe I just won't offer anything was kind of where I was going with it because my story didn't really match. But the way that you've closed that out, I'm like, ah, okay, there's the lead in. So this was when my daughter, who is now 11, was a newborn and or, you know, a small infant. And um, I had taken her down to downtown Indianapolis to meet my mom for lunch. And I had parked kind of on this main, like a, a regular street, done like street parking. Um, and it was a pretty like kind of busy area, but not like a shady area. Um, and I we went and had lunch. And then on the way back, um, I was, I wanted to feed Layla before the car, the road trip. And so I put her car seat in the, I had a minivan (laughs) at the time. So I'm like putting her in the thing. And then my, uh, the diaper bag is kind of, um, underneath her, like right behind the passenger seat. And I'm getting her out of her little car seat. So I'm unbuckling. It just takes a couple of minutes to sort of shuffle everything around And when I turn, and so I pick her up and I turn around and there is a man who is, um, walking away from me and the van and the baby. And I'm like, and it was so bizarre because it was as though he had been walking down the sidewalk and then he came off of the sidewalk. So if you imagine like all these meters, like parking meters by where you park, So he had come off the sidewalk and he was like so close that he's like by the parking meters, like, you know, on this, on my side of them. And he just like was continuing to move on. And then he like walked past my van essentially, and then got back up on the sidewalk. So it it was like really peculiar. Like why would he intentionally come off the sidewalk that way get super close to me and then just as quickly get back on the sidewalk. It was like one fluid motion, but he was like very surely approaching me like, but I didn't see it until he was already walking away. But if you can imagine, I've got this tiny baby (laughs) that I turn around thinking I'm going to go, you know, get in the passenger seat and feed her. I hadn't, no expectation that there was a person that was going to be there like that close and like really unnecessarily close for a stranger in that situation. And so my mind was quickly like, what in the world was that? And so I just ended up getting in the car and I'm kind of processing and I'm thinking, why was he so close? And I'm like, there's no, there's no, um, benign reason that he got that close. And, um, because I don't know if I'm explaining this very well, but it's just like, um, to come right up on a stranger like that, there, there's no, no need to do that. Um, he went out of his way to get into my personal space. And I'm like, I wonder if he was going to go for my bag 
because I think I was mm-hmm. standing like kind of right. There was probably a little gap there where he could have gotten the bag, but I don't know. I mean, I was so puzzled as to why he didn't just grab it. He was so close and I didn't see him until he was already starting to walk away. And the more I sat with it, the more I was like, what did he, what made him turn, what made him keep moving? What made him change his mind in that last second? Because it was a last second change of plans for him. And I can't explain it. I have no, and I, you know, this was like years before any sort of real awakening was happening within me. So I wasn't very connected with my higher self or my divine team or, or anything at that time. Um, so it was just a mystery for me. And I was like, I don't know what kept me from getting robbed or hurt or, I mean, at the time I was kind of like, maybe just he didn't realize I had a baby there. And then when I turned around with a baby, he was like, Oh, I'm not, you know, oops. You know, he saw me differently, but as time has gone on, I'm like, there's something very mysterious there in terms of protection of that like we're talking like in the in a split second that went from danger or some type of encroachment uh to safety um and that was you know it was confusing and uh but I really felt very um protected. I mean, in that moment, it was like, wow, something was looking out for me there because I was totally vulnerable and I had no idea. I mean, I was focused on Layla and getting her fed and getting home and I felt safe. You know, it was daytime. I was in like, I was by a government building. I remember I was parked right outside of a government building. So I just felt like, you know, there are lots of people around and didn't even think about my own safety or protection or anything. And it wasn't until I was kind of processing like that I really felt like, wow, I was very vulnerable and somebody, something was watching out for me. Did you say that that happened? Was that in Italy that happened or? No, that was here. It downtown, downtown Indianapolis. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I had something similar happen to me in Paris, I think. And I was at the train station and I was just out in in the, the outside the train station. I was on the phone on my cell phone and I had my, my carry on bag that had my had everything in or what everything laptop, everything. And I had, um, I spent years as the, like the road warrior. So I had my, like I, had it all dialed in, you know, but I had, but everything was in there. Mm-hmm. And I, I just was looking out over the city. I just wasn't paying attention. And that bag was sitting right behind me. And then something just made me all of a sudden turn around. And as soon as I did, then this, some guy had been walking by and he had literally picked up the bag. He just started to pick up the bag when I turned around and he just immediately dropped it and kept walking. And so there's a certain class or category of, of, of your, your basic kind of a pickpockets mm-hmm. that will, they will make passes at people and they know 
like there's it's where there's like a little window where somebody's attention is is totally distracted and he might even seen that you were with your baby so you weren't going to be paying attention and it was just going to come through and sweep and 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 grab that bag and you wouldn't you would have never known i mean or you would have and and all of a sudden it's gone mm-hmm. and um and but thankfully something something cued in for you to to shift your awareness and avert you know that that situation happening right um, yeah so i guess that's um that's a different kind of a blessing but it certainly is a blessing uh you know we have the blessings where we we were presented with something yeah and then there's the blessing where we avoided yeah something right where you're like whoa that would have been oh that would have been yeah. a disaster and it didn't happen and then we can just sit there and we feel we uh, we feel that sense of being being protected or looked after and all of a sudden we're grateful mm. for what we have that wasn't taken from us right right what a what a beautiful feeling that is absolutely and you know, I mean, certainly holiday season, Thanksgiving to Christmas is, you know, it's, and I love the, you know, it's the kind of the one-two punch of these two holidays where we're expressing our gratitude, you know, it, and then, and then they kind of, then we have this opportunity that follows it up to kind of show it. So, we're first acknowledging how we're grateful in our life and then, um, and then having the opportunity then, then to bless those that we're grateful for. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a beautiful time of year. One of my, you know, one of, it's one of my favorite times of year. Yeah. Really You're so is. unique that I mean, way. I know it just must just be me, you know. Yeah. But <laughs> that's what's interesting too about these like cultural gateways, because we've talked about this a number of times on the podcast about how there are kind of these these gateways. And I know when I was first getting uh, familiar with what we even mean by a gateway. Um, it seemed very like esoteric, like, well, maybe you feel this influx of energy or maybe, you know, you feel different, but, um, but this time of year is different. Like any lay person can feel that difference as like the decorations are out. We get time off of work. Usually, um, we're spending time with family. We're disrupting that day to day, Mm-hmm. Mund- mundane kind of you know what we, that cycle of what regular life is and we're injecting something that's new and different even if it's similar year to year as far as maybe you put the same decorations out always but it's always this like infusion and injection of this different kind of atmosphere 
And so that's one way that even if we don't feel like we um, are, you know, sensitive to energy shifts, um, you know, that's accessible to anybody. Like just notice, like it's this time of year is just different than other times of year and notice how that makes you feel inside as you attune to this different energy that's that's around this different kind of atmosphere yeah it's conducive to gratitude and things like that it 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 is and and people also do things at this time of year that they might not do at any other time of year um and uh uh you know beyond so-called just getting you know giving gifts to to loved ones of course there's that focus or whatnot but we call it, we talk about this like holiday spirit and of course there's a plethora of movies made about this kind of stuff of you know the spirit of of christmas right mm-hmm. and how um it inspires uh, people to do things for strangers, you know, for to 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 be somebody else's angel to in that and, and just bless somebody randomly mm-hmm. um, or not so randomly. But and what a like a wonderful opportunity. And of course, this opportunity is available to us at any t- any time of year. Uh, but this it it tends to happen more frequently uh right around christmas and it's and and uh it could be that you know it's part of maybe that state dependent thing everybody's in the spirit of giving and then you know and then they're just prompted to to uh, um you know bless a homeless person or you know, reach out, and there's so many kids, of course, in this in this world that, and that's one of the sweetest things to see, of um, you know, Christmas coming to, um, you know, to children that wouldn't have a so-called Christmas mm-hmm. um, without the intervention of, of, um, you know, those strangers, that, strangers really, mm-hmm. you know, personally. And through my own, you know, awakenings and initiations and and this experience of multiple realms. And then we look into this particular realm that contains within it all of the archetypes. And, you know, you have your gods and goddesses and heroes of old and uh, that exist within this archetypal, um, this archetype realm. And Santa is amongst those. And so when it's kind of interesting that when we're as, as a child, right, Santa is real. Oh, for sure, he's real. I know because I set out the milk and cookies, <laughs> and they were gone in the morning. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah. So <laughs> definitely, yeah. There's Santa came because Santa likes milk and cookies, right? And so, right. 
So, and then they, there was presents, and they said from Santa. Mm-hmm. That, that's legit. Mm-hmm. And then, um, okay, if anybody has any small children that are listening to this podcast, you can cover their ears right now. <laughs> and then, of course, we learned that, uh, you know, oh, it's our folks behind it. And it's like somewhat of a letdown. And then it takes many years later to then discover that, that no, there's a spiritual component to this where the spirit of Santa um, is actually very, very real. Mm-hmm. And within this realm of archetypes, this it, it, it is, and it's real. It's just like what we might call multidimensional or extra dimensional, or it's, it's, it's some, it is absolutely something that's very, very real, even if it's not so-called seen. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and then all of a sudden Santa becomes very, very real again. And I, I, you know, I, I love this, you know, this, this real and then not real and then coming back to it. And then there's like inside of me, you know, the kid inside just goes, yippee, it's real, <laughs> you know, in a slightly different way. And, uh, but this is fundamental. And to talk about like miracles and blessings and to, to bestow like or to be a part of this whole process the real joy in it comes from tapping into this spiritual component so that if you're you know if you decide to bless some kind of stranger you're not it's not like just a physical world kind of thing where you're 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 solving somebody's problem or fixing something you're part of a spiritual flow of life touching itself Mm -hmm. in this non-physical way that 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 exceeds or cannot be processed by the logical rational mind Mm -hmm. and and so that's and then then for for all participants the giver and the receiver it becomes something greater it becomes bam it's a blessing it's a miracle and so i love this opportunity um i love the opportunity no matter what time of year but i just love that it's so mm, front and center at this time and that we actually as a culture we do at least take this kind of month of december to 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 make this more of our focus and that's good that's a good thing for us to actually tap into this this spiritual dynamic this spiritual presence and 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 then benefit everyone benefits from it yeah beautiful 
Well, thank you so much, Michael. Thank you for sharing your story and your wisdom and and infusing some more joy into our season. Thank you very much. Oh, you're so welcome. Wishing many, many um, blessings and miracles to everyone that's listening. And may they be bestowed upon you. Um, And may you have the privilege and the honor of bestowing them on those around you as well. Because there is joy. As they say, joy shared is doubled. Beautiful. Thank you so much. And thank you for listening. And I look forward to the next meditation conversation.